film critics, your favorite source for mildly pretentious, semi-uneducated, and highly unqualified opinions on movies. I'm Kayla, and I am with... Noah and... Brandon. Yeah! We have a guest on today, Brandon Rice from the Lone Microphone Podcast. That is right, yeah. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm glad you could be on. Do you want to introduce yourself a little, kind of explain what you do, what the podcast is about, and what kind of you're about kind of yeah well i am obviously a movie fan otherwise i wouldn't be here and uh i have a podcast called the lone microphone it is not just movie related it covers all sorts of topics very random things sometimes uh it's kind of whatever i want it to be but i do movie reviews on there sometimes as well and uh yeah i'm just Glad to be here, excited to discuss one of my passions, which is movies, because I'm also a filmmaker, and um, I have been doing that since I was in high school, so a really long time, Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've, I've loved stories ever since I was a kid, you know, books, and then, of course, movies, and uh, yeah, I can't get enough of them. I definitely have an AMC A-list pass, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. same. <laughs> I was listening to the podcast episode you did about like your background in filmmaking, and that was really interesting. So I definitely um, encourage people to check out that episode in particular if they're interested on kind of what you do and um, your background in movies. Really, we'll um, link all the podcast stuff in the show notes and whatever uh, we need to for you. So you guys can find that easily. Perfect. Yeah, that's awesome, though. Really cool. So, uh, Kayla, do you want to kind of introduce what we're talking about today? Uh, yeah. So, we're talking about, well, sports movies, kind of, but also, specifically, the 2020 movie, The Way Back. Right, yeah. Featuring Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck and some other people, but I don't know if there's any other big names, if now I'm thinking. No, I think you're right. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's actually I haven't seen Ben Affleck in a movie for a while. Uh, I looked at his IMDb and he had a couple like kind of like direct to Netflix movies, but nothing really big since I think um, was that when he was Batman in Justice League in like 2017. Yeah, I saw that. That's a that's I'm on record. That's one of my least favorite movies. The just justice League. i've never seen it to be honest with you very bad yeah, very bad <laughs> um but i did see him last year in triple frontier which was one of the uh direct to netflix ones yeah um and that was okay i mean it was fine it wasn't the best but like he's definitely i feel like well he's had like a lot of comebacks in his career but i feel like this is trying he's trying to make this one comebacks, of them yeah. for sure yeah well he's kind of well known as being not a very good actor. Yeah, mm. I th- I think he's just mostly people are interested because he feels like a like a real person, um, especially off screen with all the tabloid stuff or like he's very his personal life is very in the public. Um, yeah. He's very in the public eye, so I feel like people there's like a big group of people that feel like they have that connection with him. So whenever he has a movie out, they feel like not obligated, but like they want to see it to kind of see where he's at in his life because he does make very mm. like even like in his bigger budget ones like gone girl he makes like he's part of very personal movies or that are like he's very conscious with what movies he picks i guess and mm. that continues with this one which yeah. is obviously a super personal story for him oh yeah it feels like it's very personal like 
the performance, I mean, everything about it definitely felt personal, which I love that when people, especially actors or writers do that because it, it just adds a lot of weight to their performance, especially if it's an actor or actress doing that, um, which I really like. But yeah, I mean, it's true though. I I feel like Ben Affleck does have kind of this um, notoriety for being like not a great actor. Yeah. And even it's funny because I remember originally seeing the preview for this movie and I was like, ah, it's Ben Affleck. But then I watched it and I was like, but it looks good, but it's Ben (laughs) Affleck, you know? Yeah. And it's just it's weird because I have that preconceived notion too. But he's been in a lot of good movies. Like you remember, The Accountant was great. I mean, like he was phenomenal in that. I mean, there's been a lot of movies as I looked back through his IMDb recently, and I was like, wow, like I forgot he was in this, he was in that, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's in all these really good movies, yet he still has this reputation, which I don't quite understand. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it all started back with like Goodwill Hunting, which was like a huge hit for him, and yeah. Matt Damon. And it's just it's interesting to see how different of a path like him and Matt Damon have kind of chosen. Like right. you look at you think of Matt Damon and you think of like a quality like classic Hollywood actor. You don't really know much about like the personal side. It's more like you see a movie with him and you know it's he's gonna be solid in it. And Ben yeah. Affleck is definitely more like well, like we said, very open about his personal life and it's definitely a little bit more of like a toss-up like what kind of performance is he going to give this time you know or what's the character going to be is it going to fit him you know because like batman to me doesn't fit him no you know what i mean but then like you look at this role or like the accountant or some of the other roles he's played and it's like oh yeah this fits him this works you know and i feel like so many actors do that where they pick a role or they're cast in a role that just doesn't work for them mm. and it's not that they're a bad actor or actress it's just like the role doesn't work for them you know um it's just it just yeah. feels like that way with him too for a lot of the roles he's played yeah for sure noah do you want to read the plot summary um yeah so here's the plot of the the way back is that the name yeah or yeah the yeah. way back the i don't know back. if it was a way back but the way back jack cunningham a former basketball all-star has lost his wife and family, is now a struggling alcoholic. He begrudgingly commits to coaching a terrible high school basketball team at his alma mater. Will he be able to overcome his addiction? Will he lead the team to glory? And I guess that's it. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I feel like there should have been an or there. I don't know who wrote that, but whatever. It's fine. I read it. I read it. Okay, thanks. Thank you for that. Thank you. All the ones I found online were like just really complicated and were like, ooh, he's coaching like a mixed race basketball team. I was like, what does that that even? That didn't even come up. That was like the the letterboxed one and the IMDb summary. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a plot summary. That's so own. weird. That it's like, yeah, the mixed race thing isn't even part. Yeah, of, it's like, like that has nothing to do with anything. I don't that's a really it. strange. Uh, yeah. 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 I was like, whatever. Yeah, but it's yeah. definitely more about like him being like a has been like high school basketball star. That was almost the title. I know. That's why I said it. The alternate title was the has been. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Which I kind of like that title better than the way back. Yeah, when I hear The Way Back, I just think of that movie with Steve Carell in uh, oh, yeah. with the water park and right. yeah, that's yeah. yeah. There's already a movie called The Way Back, and then there's 
the way way back which is that one i remember that movie too that was actually a really good movie i like that movie yeah yeah so we've got the next uh installment in the way back series series and affleck <laughs> it's here. a trilogy now <laughs> yeah it's the trilogy <laughs> the complete collection <laughs> yeah oh man. Uh, man yeah but yeah this movie came out pretty recently like uh at this point last week we're recording it yeah. when this comes out next week it'll be a little farther away so yeah but as in terms of the movie what were your guys kind of thoughts walking out i guess when the credits rolled or your overall feelings i don't know we don't have to get super specific yet but maybe just your initial thoughts mm, i thought it was decent okay that was kind of my like their I mean, not to jump into, like, stuff right away, but there were things I liked and things I didn't like, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, oh, man, I wasted my time on that one. <laughs> like, I didn't disenjoy my experience watching it. Like, okay. I didn't feel like it really made me feel a certain way, like, emotion-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't walk out of the theater and be like, oh, I feel sad or hopeful or whatever. I just was like, oh, okay. That was a a pretty good, like, not good, but like yeah, a pretty middle ground, you know, one that is worth watching, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think I kind of had a similar feeling. I did I did feel pretty satisfied. Mm. Like, I, I felt pretty satisfied by the ending. I felt satisfied with the journey. Um, I actually wish it was a little longer. Yeah, yeah. Personally. I felt like... I wanted to get a little bit more into some of the emotional aspects of it, um, especially like the last, and I'm not going to get into like spoilers yet, but basically like the last 10 or 15 minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. I wish could have been like maybe 20 or 30 minutes, mm-hmm. yeah. like just to see some more of that side of it, which was kind of more on the upswing of like this guy's journey Yeah. Um, in terms of sort of the redemption side. I wanted to see like more of that kind of developed a little bit more i liked what i saw and it kind of it kind of got to me a little bit but i wish Mm. i would have seen more because i think it would have even been more satisfying and kind of brought me more into like okay like not that it needs to be all like happy cheery roses at the end but just to see a little bit more uh development there no i definitely agree with that like i feel like especially that final third could have been fleshed out more it almost felt like what the movie, what felt like the third act to me, actually looking back, was like the end of the second act almost. And yeah. there was like yeah. a whole nother 20 something minutes that I wasn't prepared for. And it was like, it, it went, once you look back, the whole story kind of makes sense. But when you're in the moment and you're focusing on what you think the movie should be focusing on, which, like we said, not to get too much into spoilers, but you are feeling like you're mostly focusing on the arc of him as in connection with the basketball team. And then once that arc kind of finishes, you feel like that's kind of when the movie should come to a close. But then they have like that little extra chunk at the end, which is actually the movie's like final act. So it def- right. like it definitely the pacing throws you for a loop there a little bit. And I think that just an extra like 20 minutes, like you said, would have maybe helped that transition flow and mm-hmm. would have made you feel like the overall story a little bit more. Yeah, and I feel like if I could just like come from a, perspective of like the filmmakers it felt like they were worried people would be bored by it because it is a slow movie it's like there's i mean the sports scenes are really well done i think and yeah but like we've seen that before so i think they were like we need to condense this to make it not boring like it felt that way and i was like well maybe 
you should have like let it breathe a little more because I would have been more connected to it emotionally. Like that's that it's always the risk you run, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of felt that way a little bit toward, especially the end part, like you were saying. Like it just kind of felt like either it felt tacked on or rushed, mm. but it was important. Yeah. But for I sure. wanted to see it like more developed, you know. Yeah. 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 One of my notes was that I wish it would have been bolder. And I think that's kind of the same thing that you're saying, Brandon, is that, like, I, because I really liked the content. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this is a different take on a sports story. Like, I'm here for it. Hmm. It's creative. Like, there's a lot of, you know, you could tell they were trying to be more artsy and more unique on that spectrum of mm-hmm. things. So then when it got to the end, I was like, man, I just wish they would have, like, done more to kind of, like, push it over mm-hmm. that, like, final line. That it was, like, almost there and kind of dawdling on that middle ground line. And then it was, like, oh, we're done. Yeah. And I was, yeah, like, yeah. ah, bummer. No, like I can see that. I could definitely see the artistic vision behind it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, t- I, f- I agree with that. I think my overall reaction was definitely more... Um, I don't want to say negative because I feel like that has a bad connotation. But just, I didn't enjoy it as much, I don't think. Um, but there were definitely parts, like you said, that I was engaged in. I think mostly in this, it was definitely the sports stuff. Like you said, I think the sports scenes were really well done. And even though I feel like they didn't d- flesh it out as much, like what they were trying to do with the team and connecting you to the characters, I thought was really good. I just don't think that it felt like they didn't do it enough. And then it just felt cliche because there wasn't mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough meat there to kind of make it its own thing so it had to in my mind it like ended up falling back on like just um the tropes more Mm -hmm. but yeah i thought even like with all the talk of ben affleck i mean he it wasn't like an oscar winning performance but i definitely felt the um like how personal it was to him in the story especially like towards the end you could really see like him in his character almost so i thought i really did enjoy that as well yeah and um i just to get to what you were saying about the sports scenes, um, since this is the non-spoiler part of the review, I loved how they shot the scenes, especially when they were showing the players playing. They didn't cut a lot. Like mm. They would actually hold on shots a long time and actually show like the play happen. And right. a lot of times with especially basketball movies, they would go like from a shot to a guy shooting the ball and then all of a sudden it's make, you know, going into the net yeah yeah like but these actors actually had to like go out and play like for real which is cool it adds so much like realism to the scenes i think Mm. and i'm a big like basketball fan anyway so i love seeing that because so many times you don't see that in sports movies because you know they they have to fake it because like (laughs) the actors that are playing the characters aren't necessarily good basketball players or football players or whatever you know so i think that was really a cool more unique way of shooting those scenes than I've seen in a lot of sports movies. Yeah, no, I I thought the basketball scenes were really fun. That, that was definitely, like I said, my favorite part was definitely the the whole basketball aspect I thought was interesting. And mm-hmm. like I did like the, the kind of chemistry between him and the assistant coach. And then that kind of took a weird turn. But yeah. like it when they were on good terms in the movie, I liked it. And um, and then you add in the dynamic of I thought it was fun with the um, the chaplain 
I thought he was kind of fun. Yeah, he nailed every single one of his scenes. Because he, I mean, he probably only had, what, like, ten lines in the whole thing? Yeah, he yeah, had, like, probably. one main But scene. every single one, I felt like he he nailed. No, he really nailed, like, the chaplain trying to, like, the, that trope of, like, trying to get, um, reel him back in, but also, like, not knowing where the line was. But like, I, I did definitely enjoy his character. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he was really good. I will say this, like, I loved the basketball stuff and I actually really liked how it connected to his personal story of like he was almost like healing through basketball in mm-hmm. a sense yeah like which is why I really love non-spoiler but the last shot yeah because I feel like it brought it all back around like you know especially like when he was talking about why he quit playing you know like with his dad like in his struggle with his dad and I saw how that trauma kind of like led to him having a hard time just in life in general and not being able to be emotional. And then, you know, obviously the stuff with his family. So it was just like basketball was like this kind of this way he was able to like heal and become himself again. And then it was through coaching originally. But then like, you know, you see at the end like where he's and it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. The shot of him shooting, you know, baskets you yeah. know, at the end of the film. So. I don't know. I just, I think it was, I wish it would have been done a little bit better, but like, I think that overall, like that, that kind of like connection was really good. I like that a lot. And also like that the team, I'm about to get spoilery. I don't. That's fine. We, yeah, we can go into spoilers. Okay, cool. So from now on, there can be spoilers. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But I like how the team like didn't win the games easily or win every game. Like, it felt like it was connected to him, like, with his struggle, with his addictions and his trauma and all that. Like, it was like, he was doing good for a while, then he was doing bad, then he was doing good for a while, then he was doing bad. Kind of like the team, you Mm -hmm. know? And it wasn't even necessarily that the team, like, won everything. It was just the journey of the whole thing and just giving it their best shot, essentially. No, yeah. Which was kind of what he needed to do at the same time, you know, knowing that he was going to have struggles along the way. No, yeah, for sure. Like, there was that time where, um, I don't remember exactly what the situation was, but um, they made a big breakthrough in a game, um, kind of with how, what direction they wanted to go and how they were playing. And they still lost the game, but yeah. you still felt the feeling of victory because that you felt like that breakthrough being made, even though, you know, like, maybe they didn't technically win the game. So that that's definitely something that's interesting. On the line of winning the games, though, I definitely am uh, not a fan of the, like, get once the team gets good in sports movies, I feel like they do this a lot, then they just go, like, game after game after game, like, here's the tight <laughs> win, 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 like, that's definitely, right, right. so, like, once they got to that point, I was like, oh, okay, so now we're on the winning streak, but leading up to that, I definitely enjoyed the back and forth a little bit they did lose that one game though like right before the final game right i did like that you know yeah because i was like okay like now there's a little more pressure to that game you know right yeah i I still thought they would win but Mm -hmm. like it was still at least there was some more drama in that you know oh yeah for sure especially because i mean they were kind of setting that game up that they would win because his family was coming and like that kid was coming and but that ended up being like one of the things that led to his downfall almost right that's true i'll say though when the the very first time they did the like score title card i was like not 
ready for it at all. <laughs> and because that was like their first game, you know, and then there was a big gap between other games. I was sitting there like, what? <laughs> like what? What just happened with the with the title with the card? Because it just like really threw me off guard because they hadn't used that font right. anywhere yet, or it had, yeah. like, didn't connect anything, and then it kind of just was like freeze frame. Well, yeah, title the freeze card. frame definitely catches you. And off I guard. was like, oh okay, <laughs> like they're trying to be creative, and then it worked. You know, when they had like a bunch of games in, in a row, row yeah. that yeah. they yeah. were like trying to montage. But that first one, I was like, hmm, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I thought they maybe they should have just gone to the scoreboard or something. Yeah, I totally get what you mean, especially because there was that huge gap. Yeah, because like it works in montages. I mean, you see that in movies all the time, yeah. where it's just like. But I thought it was interesting that they used like clips and then went into a freeze frame because a lot of times they like sports montages you kind of just see like all the scores or they'll do like a you know in bohemian rhapsody when they're like going on the tour and they do kind of like the special effects oh yeah with like all the cities they're going to or whatever yeah Yeah. where it's like all going through so i like thought it was cool that they did something a little well they showed each game they kind of like yeah and the way they montaged between yeah you know the different wins and and losses yeah 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 i actually actually did like that it did throw me off the first time i was like and then and then i got cynical and i was like oh they didn't want to have to film that game so (laughs) yeah and then i was like wait no i think this is actually a stylistic choice i should probably well yeah that was my very first instinct i was like oh they just not want to do the sports thing didn't want to do sports i get it i know i was kind of worried i was like oh no are we not literally not going to get any sport like actual game footage yeah yeah but then that last game was a pretty like they especially like the last minute was pretty straight on which is we'll get into this in like the second section of this podcast but like that's my favorite part of sports movies when they engage me in the sport because like uh i'm not like that into sports i really i know how they work so i can engage in them when i am forced to watch them but i like when move sports movies actually engage me in the game because that's something that i don't usually get a lot you know so that when when I'm feeling that, that's when I know it's kind of doing its job, and I definitely mm-hmm. got that, and especially that last game. Oh yeah, it had a lot of intensity and energy, like the way that they shot it, the way it was edited, like it was, yeah. and it wasn't like fake. Like you can tell when it's like forced, like energy, but it was mm-hmm. really like authentic. Like the even the performances of like Ben Affleck and like the rest of the actors, like it just felt like uh, that's another another thing too. I love that this movie was rated R. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that it had, like, all the language in it, like, because it just gave it more, like, authenticity. Like, if this was, like, a PG-13 movie or PG movie, like, trying to do this, it would not have worked at all. Like, even the sports aspect of the intensity of it was that much better because, like, that's how high school really is. That's how coaches really are. Like, they're, like, F-bombing it, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's true. And even to see him in that environment of, like, a Catholic school doing that. Mm-hmm. it just there was something like real about that that i really liked yeah i hate when because i i coach soccer at a high school and i hate when i watch high high school movies <laughs> and they're like you know just really you know pansy happy and like all this stuff and they're like you know don't use language or anything like that and it's like oh <laughs> I don't know if you like That's not have ever seen real high <laughs> yeah. school sports or like real high schoolers. Right. Yeah. It, it, I think that the filmmakers knew that 
and it's riskier to put out an R-rated movie because like less people are going to see it. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. respect it from an artistic standpoint because they're like, look, this movie needs to have that type of grittiness and realism. And I just think it wouldn't have worked for me, even like with um, like Jack's journey, like he to have those explosive like rages that he had, like those things, they need that. They need to be able to just be free to do whatever in terms of the content on screen. And so I think that that was really cool, um, which a lot of sports movies sway away from because they want to be more general audience. No. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that was pretty cool. Uh, last thing I'll say that I did like um, was, um, and again, this is all spoilers, went the way that they unveiled like how his son died from cancer. Yes. Because I yes. think that that really did add to your empathy towards his character. Um, but they definitely, and they unveiled it in such a great way of like the, such a great show don't tell moment. It's like you were kind of solving a mystery almost. And like yes. once you had that realization, you're like, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> and it's like, so that was a, that was probably my favorite. Like the basketball stuff was all really fun, but that one moment I think was the most yeah. well done part of the movie. I, yeah, I totally agree with you. Actually, that was one of the most outstanding things about this movie and why it probably isn't just average to me, but more than average because like I only had seen like the trailer. I didn't read anything else about it. And I was watching this movie and I'm like, okay, this guy's like an alcoholic and he's obviously got a lot of like past trauma, but what's going like he's separated from his wife, but what's going on? Like, yeah. why is he so like messed up? Right. And then in that little scene at the birthday party where like, you know, and it's so like natural. It's not even like, Usually movies, it's just like right in the beginning, like here's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> you they know? have like the son's picture on the refrigerator, and it's <laughs> yeah, like, hey, or something like where the audiences they think the audience like literally can't even figure <laughs> things out. <laughs> and it was crazy because I was like sitting there, like, what is going on? Why? Like, I just like went with it, but I was like, I wasn't really connected to him at all because mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's like basically just a jerk. Yeah. And I don't know why, yeah. you know? Exactly. And then there's that little scene where he says, this is Michael's dad. Remember Michael? Right. Exactly. And I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> he used to have a son and he's not here anymore <laughs> and he's yeah. probably died. And then, then they cut to that scene with like the gravestone and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. And I literally was like, my heart was just like breaking in that moment. And I don't think I would have that same reaction if it had just been like exposition in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then like, can we talk about that scene when he goes to the hospital mm. with his, with his, um, like they're separated, his, his separated wife from him. Right. And then like the, the friends get the news about their kid and then he just like can't even deal. Mm. Like that was such a good scene. Yeah, that's like, real. I literally was just like getting chills in that scene. Mm. Like, yeah, because it was like, oh my goodness, he's getting re-traumatized now. Like he's literally reliving the moment with his own child. Mm-hmm. And you know, then he, I think he went back and like was like drinking again. And, yeah, that's kind of what spun him into the best. Spot. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, oh my gosh, like, like that's when I really like. It was crazy because that one scene where you find out his son has died mm-hmm. is like in the middle of the movie. Right. It's like, and then from that point on, man, like I was like totally like right. connected to his. Then you character. understand the character more because before yeah. then, like you're saying, it's like okay, so I feel bad for him because he's obviously struggling, but I just don't know right. why. He just yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, and as soon as you and it's so cool because I think that's like really how real life is, right? It's like if we just know somebody who's like maybe struggling with an addiction or just struggling with life in general and we don't know like what's going on, we can kind of be judgmental like, mm. "Oh, you know, they need to get in rehab, they need to do this, they need to do that." And they might need to, but at the same time like, well, if you learn about them, you're going to find out why this is happening and then as soon as yeah. you do, usually for most people, that empathy like kicks in and you're right. like, Oh, I like look at this person completely different than I used to, you know, exactly. um, not just as an alcoholic, but as someone who's experienced this crazy loss or trauma, you know, in their life. Mm -hmm. And I can like relate to that. So I thought that was really cool. I agree with you. That was the way they like unveiled that the writing of that was fantastic. And like, it really gave the audience credit to be intelligent, you know, yes. which a lot of movies don't do anymore. So is there anything else you guys kind of want to say before we maybe head into the sports movies overall topic or, um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say? Yeah, I have two things. Uh, one thing is something that I like. Okay. And that was the score, mm -hmm. which Noah and I talked about a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. but I thought I didn't think that it always worked in context of the scenes. Like, sometimes I was like, uh, I don't know that I would, like, pick, th like, this kind of music for this specific scene or have it be this specific way. But I thought overall, like, it was a really different score because not a lot of scores use just, like, basic piano as their main core instrument and then kind of put in, you know, the strings and the bass and everything around it. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was different. Uh, it kind of hit in that same sort of like they you could tell they were trying to be kind of artistic yeah. and more unique in that perspective. And I even listened to it when I got home. I like I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to the score because I thought it was like really nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good score. I thought that was cool. Um, and then the thing I didn't like. Well, I mean, not like didn't like, but, you know, overall, I didn't like was how many lens flares they used. <laughs> because, like, I mean, like, I love a good lens flare. Yeah, I, Like, I'm all about a lens flare. But, like, I feel like <laughs> they have to be used, like, not every single outside shot. No, yeah, for sure. Like, they kind of, it, it takes away from how good they are. And literally every single shot that was outside, I felt like there was another lens flare on the screen. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like t 2013 Tumblr where kids are like, my favorite you know, shot, photoshopping a yeah. lens flare onto it. Yeah. I think um, overall, the cinematography was definitely like up and down. Like there were some scenes that looked really good. That last scene, especially like you were like with him shooting the basketball overlooking the sunset. That looked great. But then there was shot. other shots that I don't know if it was my theater I was in, but it felt like it was so low lit and I was almost watching like silhouettes. I was like, what is on his, what is his face right now? Yeah. Um, so the cinematography was definitely like, there, like I said, there were times I thought it was nice and there was other times I was not a fan. So. Yeah. 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 I think they were going for like a more, like almost like not lit look. Like that's kind of how I felt. Um, Cause like everything felt like it was like especially like that scene where he was with his uh his ex-wife uh eating lunch like there was such a bright background behind them and like no light on their faces mm -hmm. and like it was like at first it was a little distracting to me but i was like well in real life like i guess they were just yeah. going i think for more like of a realistic versus like a movie yeah. lit look you know 
um which like it did take some getting used to for sure yeah but um and i agree it was a little up and down i will say one of my favorite scenes um as far as the shooting goes was when he was trying to figure out if he was going to coach or not and he kept on going back to get beers Mm. like i just love the way like they kept repeating shots i guess it was also the edit and then even the sound design of tapping on it and popping it tapping on it popping it like it was just like I don't know. It was kind of a because you you see a lot of movies about like people who are addicts or whatever, but like that was such a um, fly in the wall like um, way to see it that wasn't like over dramatized, but it was also like really disturbing all at the same time. Mm. Um, and you think of someone who's just like drinking beer, you think more like alcoholics like having really hard alcohol or drugs or something like. But it was just like regular beer. But he was just like it was, it like was 50 just great. Yeah, it was just crazy. Like. And you could tell he was trying to keep his stress down, like, but it wasn't working, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was just the way it was shot with, like, some of the shakiness of the camera. And, like, also it was kind of, like, shooting through things a lot of times. So it was almost like you're looking into his life. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, that scene really in particular, like, stood out to me in terms of the way it was shot and edited. And yeah. it gave me that anxiety, which I think he was feeling, too. So it kind of, like, worked really well yeah. for me. So. Overall, I would say that even if like, I mean, I think I don't want to speak for everyone, but I would say overall, we would probably recommend it to people or at least say it's a decent, it's a decent watch, especially like we are kind of saying right now when there's not much out and it's an original film, which is obviously great to support. Yeah. Always here to support original films. (laughs) Especially these days, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything is like a remake or a sequel or a yeah. prequel. <laughs> and the the script was was it an original script? Because I didn't see like based on this or whatever. I think so. In the, yeah, I, I think, think it was. was. It wasn't even like a true story kind of thing, which usually these sports movies kind of try to pull on some true story kind of aspect. So I thought that was really, really interesting. That yeah. That Though it kind of did feel like it could have been a true story. That's which what is kind of cool it about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, is it yeah. the whole time? I was like, is this a true story? Did I miss like a little title card at the beginning? But no, it was completely yeah original scripted, yeah. which is cool. It definitely is interesting. Cool. So I guess this is an ad break now. Yeah, we can go to an ad break and then come back for um a little bit of a discussion on sports movies in general. And we're back. <laughs> Whoa. With our sports movie section. Yeah. Sports movies. We just talked about the way back, which um among other things still at the heart of it, I feel like is a sports movie. Um, It's definitely not like some of these we might be talking about where it's like all sports, but this sport is definitely at the center of the story and it's at the center of the character. Yeah, it gives like a a harsher look into the way sports can Mm. affect you or kind of how the journey of sports is as a player and a person more than like the game or the team. Right, right, yeah. And I think it shows how sports can be healing too. Like in many ways, it was one of the things that helped jack's character i think start to recover from you know yeah. a lot of the pain in his life and stuff you know kind of re-embracing that like as a coach first and then as you see at the end him starting to shoot the basketball again yeah. like that was to me that was like all i needed for it to be a satisfying ending because i was like okay 
Like this is something he obviously loved. Right. And he gave it up because of this thing with his dad, but then he ended up hurting himself in the process. You know, I like that line that he said, you know, trying to hurt my dad or hurt myself like worse kind of thing, you know. Right. So I don't know. It was, it was really cool how they tied the sports into that. And it was just like not a straight sports movie. Like, here's the team that's in, you know, that that's having struggles. Like, we got to, you know, mm-hmm. have a winning record. Or, right. You know, yeah. That kind of thing. Which is interesting because so. I was expecting, like, you kind of like this, you know, I didn't, I went in not really knowing much. I knew the alcoholic thing and I knew it was basketball. But I expected more of that, like, team down on their luck, which it kind of was. But, like, all about the team, you know, rallying together, get to, like, that yeah. big thing at the end. Um, and I think, too, because the director of this also directed Miracle, which is, like, one of oh. the quintessential versions totally. of that. Where it's, like, all about the team and getting to the Olympics. So it was interesting that it didn't really go that route. But Miracle is good. I like Miracle. Miracle is mean, a great I, movie. I haven't seen yeah. it in I, in a while, like maybe a few years, but I definitely And I like will that say, one. I think it's interesting that they made the decision to not show the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. That they just like went into the game. And I think that most sports movies, because even like my dad, when it finished, he was like, wait, but did they win? <laughs> did they win the championship? Or like, did they win though? Right. And it's like, yeah, but it's also kind of like ties into his journey of like, he didn't necessarily win, but he got there, you know? Right. Got to, that's and fun. do you remember the prayer that the chaplain said right before they went into the arena? Basically, uh, he was like, it doesn't matter if we win, but it matters how we play. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that is like, per-. and then literally they walk into the arena for the playoffs and then it cuts to Ben <clears throat> going out to shoot. Oh, right. Jack, sorry. <laughs> to going out to shoot the yeah. ball. You know. That's kind of Which, like, like every yeah. other sports movie, you know, it is like, we're here to win and, you know, win that championship. We're the underdogs. Like, mm. Exactly. At least that's how I see most. No, yeah. Oh, the totally. underdog yeah. thing is definitely, uh, definitely in there. Which I'm all about. Yeah. I'm all about, yeah. Yeah. you know, watching those kind of movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, I'm there for those kind of movies for sure. <laughs> yeah, for it, they're they're fun. They're fun to watch. Like um, one of the classics is Rudy. Oh yeah, um, with Sean Astin. That's like a classic. Um, you're just rooting for him the whole way, and you just want to see him. And then that final scene, it's so satisfying to see him get that that sack. It's so good. I loved that movie as. That's a kid. fun. It's a fun movie. Sean Astin's great. I love Sean Astin. Um. Yeah. What other sports movies? I mean, uh, there's uh obviously remember the titans yes which has I loved my that favorite movie. actor of all time in it denzel washington remember the titans was one of my favorite movies as a kid not just sports yeah. movies that was like i don't know if it's hard to tell like when you look back like what were because there's obviously like the huge ones but what were like the other movies that maybe you aren't thinking about that made you love movies and i think that probably was one of them because just the way that the way that it weaves in um, the racial issues of the time, so it yeah. like, has that historical element, and it makes you then connect to the players and the team as a whole. Um, I think that's just one of the classic, like, great sports movies. Oh, I agree. And especially because it can, you can enjoy it as a kid or then as an adult. It's definitely mm-hmm. transferable in that way. Yeah. No, it's very yeah, it's it's one of my favorite sports movies for sure. And then I will say this, even though I mean it's more individual sports, I grew up loving the Rocky movies. Like mm. just 
I mean, like the first four at least. And then of course, like, you know, Rocky Balboa came out kind of recently, I guess. Yeah. And then Creed and Creed. then Creed too. Um, but yeah, those are some really good movies. Uh, some of them are cheesier than others. Like, yeah, even yeah. though like Rocky Four is like super cheesy, I still love it for some reason. Like <laughs> it really. Is. I, I think I've only seen the first three. I've okay. seen the first three all the way through, and then I saw some of four. I don't know if I've seen. Yeah, thing. I don't know that I've seen the fourth one. Yeah, four is where he fights the big Russian dude. The Russian guy. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. No, like, I haven't seen that. It's like the this robot. whole political thing <laughs> about the Cold War because of when it was released, you know, and all that. Yeah. Interesting. Which is kind of cool, but it's like super cheesy, but it's still like. But like you know, want him to win, really good. you know? Yeah, you do. Yeah. And that's the thing about the Rocky movies, like Rocky Two, like that has some of the worst dialogue I've ever oh, yeah. heard. But then you get, but then you're like, oh, this movie's awful. And then you get to the fight, and you're like, oh, what's gonna happen? What, like yeah. you're watching each punch. You're like hold, waiting with bated breath. And like I said, that's why I love sports movies because they get me invested in like the sport. Kayla, what was you were telling me? I forgot one that you really wanted to talk about. Well, my thing is, like, and this is so weird. I don't even, like, know how to explain it. But, like, baseball movies, to me, are, like, this weird, like, kryptonite almost. Like, I love baseball movies. Never played baseball. My siblings didn't really play baseball. Never watched baseball. Like, occasionally we would go to a Nationals game because they're, like, not too far from here. But it was, like... I was not ever invested in baseball like some people are, but for some reason, when I watch baseball movies, they, like, make me happier than any other sports wow. movies ever. That's fun. Like, I just love baseball movies. That's awesome. Is there any one in particular that, like, just always does well, it? Well, I grew up watching um, The Rookie. Okay. Oh, I love yeah. The Rookie. Yeah. That was, like... That's a fun one. You know, watched it as a kid a bunch of times. Totally. And then got turned on to The Sandlot. Hmm. And then, you know, all three of them. I'm a fan of all three of them. I know most people <laughs> I are didn't like, even know there was three of them. To be I, I only have seen the first one. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first one is like, well, they go downhill, you know. <laughs> oh, it's okay. like the first one is really good. And then they're like, oh, we should make a second one. And the second one's like, well, maybe that shouldn't have been made. And then the third one, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> it's like, if you were a fan, kidding. then you can enjoy it. But if not, then... <laughs> But I still, I right, still enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> no, I love the Sandlot. Um, you know, other kids ones that I liked, like Rookie of the Year. Um, there's yeah. no Rookie of the uh, Year is fun. Rookie yeah. of the Year is a fun one. There's like I don't remember what it's called, but it's like every everybody's hero or like everyone needs everyone's a hero. hero. Yes, yeah, it's a car- I love It's a cartoon that movie. animated. The bat talks. The baseball talks. The baseball I talks. I've not too. seen that one. That's I gotta that was, check it out. It was Christopher Reeve's like passion project before he died. Like he oh made, wow seriously yeah like and That's he so cool. like he really wanted to make it. It's like it's so cheesy, but it's like you can tell like you really love. He really loved the story, so I yeah, it. like it's really fun. Yeah, cool. yeah, I completely forgot about that. What about like Field of Dreams? You like that one? Field of Dreams yes. is fun. Field of Dreams. There's what like Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, Angels mm. in the Outfield. Yeah, yeah. I also really liked um, the Perfect Game. Yeah, I like that one too. A As lot. a kid, yeah. uh, and then I recently watched um, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Hmm. Which is Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly. 
Oh, yeah. Which is, it wasn't as good as I was expecting it to be, but it was still, like, enjoyable to watch because I was like, oh, it's baseball mm-hmm. and Frank Sinatra. Like, what more can you ask for? Well, yeah, because Criterion Channel had, like, that three-movie set of, like, baseball movies, right? I saw that, so you must have yeah. must be all on those. Jeez. Speaking of classic baseball movies, what do you remember? What the name of that movie is that was about Lou Gehrig? Um, uh, the Pride of the Yankees. Yes, I remember watching that when I was like a kid, and like it was so emotional. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that one has Gary Cooper. Yeah, that was a good movie. That is a good one. Yeah. And I think Babe Ruth is in it, too. He is. Babe Ruth is in that movie. Because he made a couple, like, acting appearances in baseball movies. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, he is in it, I think. Yeah, that was a good one. That's a classic I remember watching growing, growing up. I probably... Didn't understand like the implications of all the emotional drama to right. it, but like I just yeah. remember it being like so sad. So it's sad. Like, his career is gone. No, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure, for it's sure. Crazy. Yeah, I love baseball movies. <laughs> One movie I have to give a shout out to. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but this was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. And looking back, it's not good at all. But this was um the full title is The Pistol: The Birth of a Legend. It was about a uh, about Pistol Pete Pistol Maravich? Pete Ma- Maravich, yeah. Okay, and he's yeah. um he's a kid, and it's mostly it just follows him like in one year, like in high school basically, and it's about okay. him like like he's like he's it's classic um almost like rookie of the year where like he's really good but no one knows, um, yeah, and then all of a sudden like everyone at his school knows. And I think it was those movies that I really liked because it's like you can see when you're a kid, you can see yourself in the character. And yeah. um, yeah. and it, like, I don't know. That was just one that I wa- I remember watching like multiple, multiple times. There's always those movies that you're like, I don't know why. I, w- cool. I don't know why I watched that yeah. so much. Yeah. But that was one. Yeah, I've never seen that, but it sounds interesting. And I, I like that player. Like he's got an amazing story. So. I mean, I'm sure it was awesome. Like, no, yeah, it's really. Do you know what year it came out? Um, I'm looking 1991. It, was, uh, it says. Yeah, I was okay. Say, I think it's a 90s movie. I never saw it's, it. It's um. I'll have to check it out. It's definitely cheesy. Like, it's one of the most cheesy <laughs> movies. The actor that plays him is not very good, but it's just like, it has like some really fun like moments where you just stand up and like pump your fist, like yeah, get out there. Um, that's awesome. Definitely, like I think there's one scene where he gets a concussion. And then he's like supposed to stay, and then he goes back out and plays more. And those are the scenes in sports movies when when you're think thinking about it logically, like that's probably not the safest. Move. Horrible idea. But when you're yeah. watching it, you're like, just come on, you can do it. Just yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's just it's just a movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about your own personal life yeah. in the future? You're fine. This is the high school's yeah. basketball game. That's actually true to being a fan, though, if you think about it, because you're like, whatever it takes for my team to win, yeah. even if someone has to play injured. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't talk about sports movies without talking about Space Jam. Oh, I mean, oh yeah. Have you? Yeah, I mean, you guys have. I've seen, seen Space it, Jam. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I watched like, it as a kid. Space Jam is good. So classic. It's fun. Yeah. And I think they just put it on Netflix. What? Oh, even like, better. Was, so if you're, yeah, it was like just added. If you're quarantined and you're listening to this. Watch Go Space watch Jam. Space Jam on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that's a great quarantine movie, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. It's fun. I think so. And it's it's really held up over time, too. Yeah. Like, even if it's not, like, a great movie, 
like from a filmmaking standpoint, like some people are like, oh, it's trash. Well, it's Space Jam. It, like, culturally <laughs> has like held no, up. Yeah, like, everyone yeah. loves Space Jam. And like I see people wear like the jersey yeah. or like the t shirts and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I yeah, and I remember when that first came out. And it was so cool because like I am a huge like basketball fan and football fan. Mm-hmm. So I knew all the NBA players that were in it and it was like, Oh my goodness, like the NBA players are in this movie. <laughs> like I was tripping, you know? Like yeah. and I think they're actually making a second one, I think. Yeah, I think which they has are. like m- like nowadays NBA players in it. Yeah. Um so you know, growing up, I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, Michael Jordan is in this movie with, like, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. How cool is that? Like, you know. <laughs> and then you watch and, it and back And it does kind of hold up, too. The animation and stuff even is actually really, considering when it came out, it's yeah. pretty well done. Um, For sure. You know, yeah. So, it's it's a fun one. And, I mean, it's super cheesy, obviously. Yeah. But it's, like, yeah. it's it doesn't try not to be, which no, I think yeah. is part of it you know right and and looney tunes is cheesy anyway so it just goes i mean literally it's called looney tunes i mean (laughs) i mean the title it's really funny like how a movie like space jam you think like how would that ever work you know like if you think of it look at it on paper it's like well it's michael jordan with the looney tunes in space playing right. basketball like you're like how this is gonna be off and then you watch it and it somehow works it's fun you know it's just yeah, one of those it that does. it's like oh okay fun well and you wonder like who's sitting there and is like you know what we should do <laughs> like <laughs> like who made that decision to be like i think that this would be pretty cool right can you imagine the one sheet like before they even read the script and like, yeah, I yeah. would agree like that movie. <laughs> Michael Jordan Ludicrous. Okay. That's yeah. really fun. The last one I want to make sure I get in here is um a movie from last year, twenty nineteen. My third favorite movie of the year. I don't remember exactly where I put it, but this is Uncut Gems, which is kind of a sports oh, movie. Yeah. It's like true. It's like it's mostly about like gambling but like it's sports it centers around a gambler that's gambling on basketball games yeah and like the right. climb the climactic moment is like hinges on this one basketball game and that's like one of the most engaged in a movie i can remember in a while on that last basketball mm-hmm. game because you're like everything's been building to this and if this one thing doesn't happen then the entire thing comes crashing down and it's so funny because like I don't keep up with basketball at all, but like obviously I feel like if I did, I'd already know the outcome of that game because it's recent. It's a like 2012, 2013 championship, so I probably know. But because I I didn't, I had no clue. I was like, are they gonna win? I don't know. I, so that was one that was just really fun. Um, mm-hmm. And Adam Sandler is incredible. Yeah, he was me. I really like that movie too. It's definitely in my top five for last year, and. It was interesting because as a person who knew what the outcome of that series was, even though I knew, I didn't know the technicalities of all the bets he was putting on Right. It. So, like, part of that was still, like, mysterious right. to me. And also, like, I love that it kept it historic. Like, it kept it historical, like, in history. Right, and, yeah. And, like, the way they even integrated, like, Kevin Garnett's role and stuff like that. Like, it was really well done. Yeah. And yeah, that's such a great one, Noah, to mention because like it did add use basketball in like 
a really pivotal way right without it being like the main focus you know i yeah. mean a player and like the player wanting that gem like i mean it was all it was crazy really surrounded by basketball yeah. yeah and had like a real cameo in it you know i mean getting into like the sports cameos again it's like how do you pitch something like that and i know listening to tons of like when it came out after i watched it, i listened to so many interviews and apparently i don't remember the players or whatever but they had like they went through like five different players for that movie and that and they said they had to rewrite the movie every time they got a new player on and then like they left right because it surrounds the the season and the games and stuff um that's insane i mean because like if i mean if they couldn't get him to do it it's like you have to pick a different game and a different different series yeah yeah that's so crazy yeah and then you in literally like the time period like even if the clothing would have to change or the cars like it makes me stressed out to be time specific yeah Yeah, well the movie also makes you stressed yes exactly exactly yeah it was the most stress i've ever been in a movie yeah it was an amazing movie like very very and, and wow the ending of that insane <laughs> insane yeah. Yeah, still one of the most movie. shocking eddies i've ever i made. just remember watching it my <laughs> mouth was open like oh my word yeah like, what in the world i was like no that didn't just happen. <laughs> like i was like wait am i in the right place like right now is this a prank <laughs> literally well, I just know, like, that I saw it in a pretty full theater because it was still, like, you know, over break when everyone's going to mm-hmm. see movies and stuff. And this lady, like, down the row was like, oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> like, this in the is, theater, which amazing. doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> but I just was like, I know, same. Like, I feel the same way. <laughs> and it just ends. It just ends. And you're, like, yeah. sitting there, like, like, oh, my word. And yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good movie. But can I read now? Movie, I <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and that's what but that's when sports movies are at their best though, when you're so engaged in the movie and then it ends and you're like, Wow, that was mm-hmm. like you think back about you think back on it and you're like, I can't believe I was that drawn into that one yeah. scene but that's what happens because you know you connect to the characters and then you kind of attach their that connection to the game they're playing kind of yeah i hope we get more because i mean the way back is kind of the same way as uncut gems and that like it's about sports but it's not really so it's more about the character's journey and then ties in like the sport to it and i hope that you know studios kind of see that and are like oh we can make a sports movie without mm-hmm. Like, having to make it this feel good all the time. Yeah. You know, comedy type. Which, yeah, there's a place for that. But I think there's also a place for, like, sports movies just don't have to be that. They can be um, these other things. So, I agree. I think between Uncut Gems and The Way Back. Yeah, I hope it, like, branches out more so we can get, like, more sports in movies Mm -hmm. that don't revolve around, you know. Yeah, because really, like, I mean, I will say this, like, I'm obviously a sports fan, but just even seeing how, like, many people I know, even that aren't, like, big fans, but who are, like, really, like, oh my goodness, NBA's canceled, NHL's canceled, like, sports are, like, a big part of a lot of people's lives, and it's a way that a lot of people, like, can feel part of a community as, like, a fan base, too, Mm -hmm. and so, I, I mean, like, Having that integrated into movies, I think, is really cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, even, like, the way it worked with Uncut Gems or, like, The Way Back, like, I think kind of getting more creative with it than just, like, a straight sports movie, I think, 
that would be I, I just i love to see that and i love that people are doing that for sure yeah yeah i hope it happens a lot more it's like yeah, a same match made in heaven it's like perfect <laughs> yeah for sure yeah that was a great conversation though i really i think yeah. i feel like i need to watch some more sports movies now um, yeah same i'm like i gotta go to netflix and start just looking yeah, at sports, sports movies, movies. <laughs> yeah there's a bunch on like disney plus too. yeah well because like, disney feel good bought ones. everything so yeah i mean pretty much yeah, yeah disney got, owns like, the world now right yeah exactly <laughs> so a lot of sports movies out there yeah <laughs> yeah but that's great um so as we wrap up stuff here is there anything like you want to plug your podcast obviously some social stuff yeah, um, the Lone Microphone podcast is on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, it's literally just the Lone Microphone, and you can find it there. I think it's the only one that's out there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I would love to. I mean, I talk about movies some, but I talk about like all sorts of things. I talk about like fast food, uh, food reviews sometimes, <laughs> like random stuff. Sometimes to talk about spirituality a little bit or about politics, you know, I mean, just yeah. random things. So that's that's my podcast. And um, I'll be doing more movie reviews, I'm sure, as uh, I am forced to watch more movies <laughs> if I'm in quarantine or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a great time to watch. It's a great time for movie watchers, for sure. It is. It's true. Make sure to follow us on our socials as well. On Twitter, we're at Secondhand Film. And on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Secondhand Film Pod. And you can also subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., wherever. Make sure to leave us a review if you want to as well on Apple Podcasts because that really helps get us up in the charts and more people to listen. Because if there's not any reviews, then there's not as many people that get to find the podcast. So that's why we do that. So if you if you want to, uh, please leave a rating and review there because we we'd really appreciate it. For our next episode, we are going to do a bonus episode. So instead of the usual every two weeks we post an episode, we're going to also have one on March 30th, so next Monday at 9 a.m., the regular upload time. And it is going to be on the way movies are going right now. And with the whole coronavirus outbreak and how movies are being pushed to streaming services or they're being moved how we're we're going to do an episode on how that's going to affect the movie industry as well as the streaming industry and for that episode we'll be being joined by guest cody donnell so that's going to be a great episode it's going to be really interesting to kind of examine that in light of the outbreak of the coronavirus until next time, I'm Kayla. And I'm Noah. And I'm Brandon. And we're, we're your <laughs> second, second and film critics. Film critics.